Welcome. It's R-I-T-Y. I'm Ryan Jansen. The theme this week is songs inspired by actors, actresses, and movies. The playlist will be available on reelinwithryan.com. I'm also going to include the actor or movie that inspired the song. Jackie DeShannon was the first person to record this song for her 1975 album, New Arrangement. Actress Betty Davis and her eyes were the inspiration for the tune. Here's a clip of the original recording. The song didn't become a hit until Kim Carnes got a hold of it. Here she is with the rest of the story. Well, when I heard um, her version, which was presented to me as a demo, I just fell in love with the, the lyrics. I loved the whole idea of the song, but knew I had to come up with a different musical treatment, a different arrangement. And at that time, um, I had a very incredibly tight, wonderful band together, and we recorded every album live. We would go rehearse, like for a show, um, until we got the arrangement just right, and then go in, cut in the studio, and no overdubs. Um, So we worked on Betty Davis' eyes about three days, and it went through every tempo, every feel imaginable, until um, Bill Como, my keyboard player at that time, came up with the magic sound, and we knew immediately that was the lick, that was the sound, and every everybody just fell into place after that, knew exactly what should be played, and we went and recorded it the next day, second take uh, was the record, and what ended up being the actual record and on the radio was even a rough mix mm-hmm. before going um, on Christmas holiday, I said, well, I can't go home without having a copy of this to listen to, so they just quickly put it up on the board and said, here's a rough, and we never... We never could beat it. Her hair is hollow gold, her lips sweet surprise, her hands are never cold. She's got Betty Davis eyes She'll turn her music on you You won't have to think twice She's pure as New York snow she got Betty Davis eyes And she'll tease you She'll unease you Her better just to please you She's precocious she knows just what it takes to make a pro blush. She got credit gobble, stand off side. She's got Betty Davis eyes. She'll let you take her home. Who wets her appetite? She'll lay you on the throne. She'll take a tumble on you Roll your life 
ferocious And she knows just what it takes to make it pro-blush All the boys think she's a spy She's got Patty Davis eyes And she'll tease you
That was Holland Oates with Private Eyes, and they got the idea for that song after viewing the 1980 film The Private Eyes, starring Tim Conway and Don Knotts. And Toto gave us Rosanna. A lot of people, including myself, thought that was written about actress Rosanna Arquette. However, songwriter and Toto keyboardist David Page claims it was written about numerous women and had nothing to do with Arquette, but I find that hard to believe because at the time, she was dating drummer Jeff Porcaro and she spent a lot of time at their recording sessions. Thanks for listening to R.I.T.Y. The theme is actors, actresses, and movies. Here's Blue Oyster Cult with Godzilla.
segment two.
then was Deep Purple with Why Didn't Rosemary, which was inspired by the 1968 Roman Polanski film Rosemary's Baby. And Aerosmith gave us Walk This Way. They got the idea for the title after watching the movie Young Frankenstein. There's a scene in the movie where Igor tells Dr. Frankenstein to walk this way. It's reeling in the years. I'm Ryan Jansen. This week, it's all about songs inspired by actors and movies. The playlist is available on reelinwithryan.com. I've always thought that Candle in the Wind was written about Elton John's fascination with Marilyn Monroe. But, as it turns out... It's really Bernie Taupin, you see. Everyone forgets that Bernie writes all the lyrics, and I just write the melodies to the lyrics. And he just, uh, he just came up with this song, so... I'm a Marilyn Monroe fan too, but I think he's more into Marilyn Monroe than I was because he knows far more about her and goes to auctions uh, where they sell her things. I think that's terrible. You can imagine they had an auction in Los Angeles where someone actually, you could buy her driving license. And it's very sad to think that nobody loved her enough to actually keep her driving license. I mean, if you had a driving license, you wouldn't give it away. I, I wouldn't. Mm. And that's very, I think that's very sad. Mm.
a little ghost for the offering. Yeah, 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 yeah. Here's a truck stop instead of St. Peter's. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mr. Andy Coffin's gone wrestling. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, Andy, did you hear about this one? was R.A.M. with their tribute to comedian Andy Kaufman. It was Man on the Moon. Adam Duritz, frontman for the band Counting Crows, wrote this song about his friend and actress Monica Potter. She's a big fan of the band, and back in the day, she would hang out in the studio. Here he is talking about how she saved the song from being scrapped. In Mrs. Potter's Lullaby, which we did about a week after I wrote it, we were working on it, and we kind of nailed it that night. And, uh, and then we proceeded to work on it for a week and completely ruin it. Like, it just sounded terrible. And I was like, I went over to my friend Monica's house and I was just sitting there after studio one day saying, I don't know, we did this song, it's ruined. She goes, no, it's great. I'm like, no, I mean, it's terrible. She goes, no, it's great, look. And she had a cassette and she pushed play and it was this awesome version of Mrs. Potter's Lullaby. I said, where the hell did you get that? She goes, well, when you were recording the other night, the first night we did it, I go, I pulled the tape out, it says, Mrs. Potter's Lullify, take four. Like, I gotta borrow this. <laughs> Went back into work the next day, I'm like, check this out. Oh, it's not ruined, is it? Where's that from? What, what's that? I'm like, well, that's actually take four. Let's just go back to take four, and then we'll figure out, we'll stop screwing the song up. You know, sometimes you can, it, that's, that's completely live, that song, pretty much. Are films about ghosts 
escape can only move south down the coast. Well, I am an idiot walking a tightrope of fortune and fame. I am an acrobat swinging trapezes through circles of flame. Then your life is a shame And though I'll never forget your face Sometimes I can't remember my name Hey, Mrs. Potter, don't cry Hey, Mrs. Potter, I know why But hey, Mrs. Potter, won't you talk to me? Well, there's a piece of Maria in every song that I sing. And the price of a memory is the memory of the sorrow it brings. And there is all You 
Our theme this week is Actors and Movies off her 2002 release, Come On, Come On. Here's Cheryl Crow with Steve McQueen. Well, I went to bed in Memphis and I woke up in Hollywood. I got a quarter in my pocket And I'd call you if I could But I don't know why I gotta lie I wanna rock and roll this party I still wanna have some fun I wanna leave you feeling breathless Show you how the West was won But I gotta fly I gotta fly Like Steve Queen, underneath the radar screen 
something You can page me all night long But you won't catch this free But I'll already be long gone Like Steve McQueen All he needs a fast machine And we're gonna make it all right Like Steve McQueen Underneath your radar screen All of our captures tonight Segment three. Someone else's pocket, then make a slip. Steal a car and go to Las Vegas. 
That was Rush with the second track on side two of A Farewell to Kings. It was Cinderella Man. Singer Getty Lee wrote that about his thoughts and feelings on the 1936 rom-com Mr. Deeds Goes to Town. And Billy Idol got us going with Eyes Without a Face. And if you were to translate the title to French, it would be Les Oussons Visage, which is the title of a 1960 French film. Thanks for joining me for RITY. I'm your host, Ryan Jansen. Our theme is songs inspired by actors, actresses, and movies. Coming up, it's The Block of Bees. Lenny Kravitz wrote this as an attempt to rekindle his marriage with actress Lisa Bonet. She is best known for playing Denise Huxtable on The Cosby Show. Here's It Ain't Over Till It's Over. Here we go. 
side of life and the B side of life. I call that the B side of the game. Absolutely. The B side. It's like everybody want to hear the good stuff, but there's an entirely other B side that only real hustlers know about. Maybe it's on the B side of a record I already have. But you better prep for the B side. It's the game. It's the B side, too. Greatest hits didn't do the trick. I'm down to B-sides and deep cuts. Here's Brian. It's the block of B's. I've got four B-sides that were either inspired by an actor or a movie. Up first, it's The Birds with a song about actor and film director John S. Robertson, who was best known for his 1920 screen adaptation of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. When he retired, he lived in a small town near San Diego, and when he would go out in public, he would dress like a cowboy, which was unusual for the time. It would have been in the 1950s. People would poke fun at his attire, not really knowing who he was or what he had accomplished. Here's the flip side of Lady Friend. It's old John Robertson.
Dave Edmonds with the other side of Queen of Hearts. That was the creature from the Black Lagoon. And Blue Oyster Cult gave us Nosferatu, which was the B-side of a song I played last hour, Godzilla. Bob Seger wrote this final B-side after seeing Jane Fonda in the 1967 film Barbarella. It was released as the flip side of Horizontal Bop. Here's her strut.
Segment 5.
Some Steely Dan with Peg, another one of my all-time favorite songs. There's a lot of speculation as to the meaning of that song. One theory is that it's about actress Peg Entwistle, who sadly gained notoriety after committing suicide by jumping off of the H in the Hollywoodland sign in 1932. The Eagles gave us James Dean, and we opened with Carly Simon and You're So Vain. In 2015, Simon finally admitted that actor Warren Beatty was the inspiration for that song. Thanks for joining me for RITY. I'm Ryan Jansen. Coming up, it's This Week in Rock and Roll. In the meantime, let's continue our actors and movies theme with Bob Dylan. This is from his 1964 release, Another Side of Bob Dylan. The song is based off of two movies from 1960, Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho and Federico Fellini's film La Dolce Vita. Here's Motorcycle Nightmare. I found it on a farmhouse looking for a place to stay. I was mighty, mighty tired. I'd come a long, long way. I said, hey, hey, in there, is there anybody home? I was standing on the steps, feeling most alone. When out comes a farmer, he must have thought that I was nuts. He immediately looked at me and stuck a gun into my guts. I fell down to my bended knees, saying, I dig farmers, don't shoot me, please. He cocked his rifle and began to shout Are you that traveling salesman that I have heard about? I said, no, 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 I'm a doctor and it's true I'm a clean-cut kid and I've been to college too Then in comes his daughter whose name was Rita She looked like she stepped out of the Dolce Vita Amelia tried to cool it with her dad And told him what a nice pretty farm he had He said, what do doctors know about farms, pray tell I said, I was born at the bottom of a wishing well Well, by the dirt neath my nails I guess he knew I wouldn't lie he said, I guess you're tired, he said it kind of sly. I said, yes, 10,000 miles today I drove. He said, I got a bed for you underneath this stove. Just one condition, you can go to sleep right now, that you don't touch my daughter and in the morning milk the cows. I was sleeping like a rat when I heard something jerking. There stood Rita looking just like Tony Perkins. She said, would you like to shake a shower? I'll show you up to the door. I said, oh no, no, I've been through this movie before. I knew I had to split, but I did not know how. When she said, would you like to take that shower now? Well, I couldn't leave unless the old man chased me out Cause I'd already promised that I'd milk his cows 
I had to see something to strike him very weird So I yelled, I like Fidel Castro and his beard Rita looked offended, but she got out of the way As he came charging down the stairs saying, what's that I heard you say? I said, I like Fidel Castro, I think you heard me right And I ducked as he swung at me with all his might Rita mumbled something about her mother on the hill As his fist had hit the icebox, he said he's gonna kill Me if I don't get out the door in two seconds flat You aren't patriotic, rotten Dr. Cummy Rat Well, he threw a Reader's Digest at my head and I did run I did a somersault as I seen him get his gun And crashed through the window at a hundred miles an hour And landed fully blast in his garden flowers Rita said come back and he started to load The sun was coming up and I was running down the road Well, I don't figure I'll be back there for a spell Even though Rita moved away and got a job at a motel He still waits for me, constant on the sly He wants to turn me into the FBI Me, I romp and stomping, thankful as I romp Without freedom of speech, I might be in the swamp This next song is a total trip. In August 1965, Beatles manager Brian Epstein rented a home at 2850 Benedict Canyon Drive in Beverly Hills for the Beatles to live in during a six-day respite from their U.S. tour. While there, the group threw a party and invited numerous celebrities, including actor Peter Fonda. Fonda wound up dropping acid with Ringo Starr, George Harrison, and John Lennon in a large bathtub. During his trip, Fonda recalled an incident from his childhood when he nearly died from an accidental self-inflicted gunshot wound. Fonda told the three Beatles that he knew what it was like to be dead. The story caused Ringo, George, and John to freak out, and they requested that Fonda leave the party. The experience inspired Lennon to write this song, which was originally titled He Said, but Lennon changed it to She Said, She Said. Here are the Beatles with a song that Paul McCartney had nothing to do with.
The Beatles from Revolver. That was She Said, She Said. This is Alright T.Y. I'm Ryan Jansen. It's time for This Week in Rock and Roll. An updated edition of the long out of print 1998 Sly and the Family Stone biography is scheduled to be published next Tuesday. Sly and the Family Stone, an oral history was written by veteran music critic and author Joel Sylvan. The book documents the band's rise to stardom and Sly's descent into drug abuse and paranoia after the band relocated to Southern California in 1970. Ringo Starr is releasing a new concert album and video, capturing a 2019 performance with his all-star band at the Greek Theater in L.A., The project will drop in multiple formats on November 25th. Jefferson Airplane will be honored with a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame next Thursday. The three surviving members will be on hand to accept the honor. Finally, John Mellencamp has announced his 2023 tour dates. He will play at the Aronoff Center on May 12th and 13th. That's This Week in Rock and Roll. Now back to songs inspired by actors and movies. Here's Deep Blue Something with Breakfast at Tiffany's. You'll say We've got nothing in common No common ground to start from And we're falling apart You'll say The world has come between us Our lives have come between us Still I know you just don't care And I said Breakfast at Tiffany She said I think I remember the film And as I recall I think We both kind of liked it And I said Well that's the one thing we got See through 
was the one-hit wonder Deep Blue Something with Breakfast at Tiffany's. Growing up, Laura Nero was good friends with Alan Merrill, the son of jazz singer Helen Merrill. In the late 50s, Helen co-owned a jazz club with B-film actor Bill Carter. At the time, Carter was married to Trank Wyman, heiress to the John Deere fortune. Well, Carter was also having an affair with Merrill, and once the word got out to the public, Carter fled to Europe. Laura Nero witnessed much of this debacle, and it inspired her to write this song, which The Fifth Dimension took to number one in 1969. Here's Wedding Bell Blues.
Segment 6 
The attraction was purely physical I took all those habits of yours That in the beginning were hard to accept Your fashion sense Beards, lip prints I put down to Dutch accent who tried to change my point of view. Her ad lib lines were well rehearsed, but my heart cried out for you. You're in my heart, you're in my soul. You be my breath, should I grow? You are my My love for you is immeasurable My respect for you immense You're ageless, timeless Lace and fineness, your beauty and elegance You're a rhapsody, a comedy You're a symphony and a play What do you see in me? That was Rod Stewart with a song he wrote about actress Britt Eklund. It was You're In My Heart, and uh, the two had a fling in the mid-70s. 
And Elton John got this set going with Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. Thanks for joining me this week for RITY. I'm Ryan Jansen. Our theme has been actors, actresses, and movies. I've got one song left for you. Just a reminder, the program is available on demand by way of the podcast. You can find it on Apple and Google Podcast. Tune in, iHeart, and reelinwithryan.com. This final song was released five days prior to the launch of Apollo 11. It was immediately banned by U.S. radio stations because some folks thought the song was a killjoy. Plus, people were afraid the mission would end in disaster. As the story goes, the mission was a success as the lunar module landed on the moon on July 20th, 1969. Once the crew made it home safely, the ban on the song was lifted. Here's David Bowie with a song that was partly inspired by the Stanley Kubrick film, 2001, A Space Odyssey. It's Space Oddity on R.I.T.Y. Stars look very different today 